What is going on guys? My name is Brady Clackengay, your host, and welcome back to another episode of The Peace Talk, a podcast about the people. What we aim to create here is a healing process for those involved in a safe, comfortable environment. I, Brady Clackengay, will ask our guests a few questions centered around something they went through in life that perhaps they struggled with. Maybe they came to a solution, or maybe they haven't yet. But through these series of questions and open, free-flowing conversation, we come to a solution together. So either way, whether they've come to a solution on their own or on the show, it's a learning and healing process for us all. This is special because, as you know, we all have our own unique situations, but more than likely, the emotions we experience through those situations are the same or similar to someone else's experiences. Our lives are obviously unique to ourselves, but similar in many fashions too, which is where the magic and healing happens. We can learn best from each other, which brings us closer as a collective, knowing we go through the same emotions and circumstances, and we can all become the best versions of ourselves. It is my honor and pleasure to be speaking in front of you all today, and without further ado, let's get into it. What is going on, guys? My name is Brady Clackengay, and it is my honor and blessing to welcome you to another episode of The Peace Talk, a podcast about the people. Today, I'm excited to bring on Brandon Ricks. He has great energy, and he's a new member of our awesome community, so give him a warm welcome. He's available on Instagram at third eye Oregon. That's 3rd underscore I underscore Oregon, O-R-G-O-N-E. He's been a part of the Conscious Community since 2011, and we're happy to have you on the show, Brandon. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you for having me. Yeah. Uh, our fellow brother, Ezekiel, reached out to me and, and yes. told me, and, and I really think that's wonderful. I think that's great that, um, you know, more like minds are coming together with these types of of um opportunities for 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 the conscious community and for those that are you know questioning things and just want to be more in the loop and want to be involved exactly yeah i couldn't agree more and yeah shout out to ezekiel he's uh ancient soul collective uh he's who we had on last time he's a great guy as well all right so here on the peace talk it's uh the idea is pretty free-flowing you know we'll just have casual organic conversation i'll ask a few questions and uh wherever the conversation takes us that's where we'll go so the first few are usually pretty easy um so for our first question tell us uh a couple things about yourself and why you were interested in getting on to the peace talk sure um well goodness um as many i feel like light workers and just um you know, people in the conscious community, the lives that we've lived that led to what we're doing now. I've, you usually have some interesting backgrounds. I grew up in an LDS Mormon family. Um, I grew up in, in around religion. It was always something that was um, taught to me and pushed onto me from a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really resonate with me on a soul level. There was something missing. I, right. I felt tr- in all of them. I didn't see full truth in any of them, right, in a sense. And I kind of, um, it made me uh, rebel a lot in, in my youth. And when I was a teenager, I made up my own decision to leave um, the church, uh, to go my own way, find my own path, and make my own truth, find my own truth. 
And in that journey, it kind of, it sent me a lot of, of, of paths in a sense, some not the best, some uh, I wouldn't be who I am today without that, right. you know. So I have no regrets in, in, in the paths that I've, that I've chosen, but it's led me to uh, come to find certain truths um, that brought me into the work that I do now. Uh, which is creating subtle energy technology devices, also known as Orgone technology or Organite is a name that has been trademarked by a few right. people out there. Um, and now I, I specialize in, in subtle energy technology and what that can do for mankind. And um, it's been an interesting road, man, because not everybody uh, obviously knows about these technologies uh, or is aware that there's even a threat out there. Right. Um, but that's kind of like how I got into it. I had an awakening that happened over, like, I would say a five to 10 year span. And um, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely grateful for, for where I'm at now, for sure. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I have a few things to comment on that. Uh, first off, what's, you said you're, so you make the Organite uh, settled technology. What exactly does that do? Sure. It just depends on how you want to implement it. So right. like, like Ezekiel makes Orgone. I actually got into making Orgone from seeing his work years right. and years. And uh, so basically, I'm just expanding on that technology, experimenting more with it, making more complex devices and combining multiple technologies into with Orgone technology to try to um, see what can be done. I think it's something that... Uh, you know, those of us that are dabbling with this technology in this life that have like chose, I feel it's like reincarnated to come back during this time and chose these soul contracts and missions to carry out this work. Right. I think we've done it before maybe. And that's mm -hmm. if you're a believer in past lives, everyone has their own beliefs on the, on the afterlife and what have you. But right. um, I feel a strong connection with these brothers, you know, like I, like it was like a feeling of remembrance in a sense. And, you know, so these technology the tech so the technology i don't think i've even answered the question is just <laughs> is just alchemy man it's it's an alchemy can be done with food it can be done with water it can be done with anything in life i'm just yeah. using alchemy with rare earth minerals um in combination with frequencies to allow for healing potential and, and protection from from potential hazards and dangers oh okay i like that so it kind of creates like a safe space and whatever environment you're implementing it in sure like if you want to like uh, the the easy way to explain how an organ generator works is it's just a it's a vortex pressurized quartz creates a vortex field that okay. sucks in radiation and like a filter all the metals inside uh cleanse that positive it positive ion stagnant dead energy in and convert it back into a life-giving negative ion again oh. and so that's just how how an orgone generator functions at the most basic form okay. um granted how it's constructed does make a difference though in its potency and capability nice okay i like that and then uh another thing i wanted to touch on was i know you mentioned that you kind of decided to go on your own spiritual path as far as uh, being raised in, uh, you said, was it a Catholic upbringing, you said? L or just LDS, LDS Mormons. Okay. Oh, yeah, Mormon. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I kind of, I, you know, I kind of resonate with you there as far as, uh, 
growing up, I was introduced to um, Catholic. I went to a Catholic school all the way up until eighth grade and uh, eventually left. But then, you know, early into my adult life, you know, uh, you're kind of told all these, you know, kind of ways that things work and like what to believe in and that like certain things um, are you know, inappropriate. And that kind of resonated with me as well, too, as far as um, there's kid and I see them more so as tools, uh, references to go back and and cross reference and check things if something comes into mind, because it's like, I don't, I don't believe in confiding in in um, that we know that we in the idea that we don't have free will, we do have free will as human beings and whatnot. But I agree. Yeah, man, it's been an interesting journey with my family. A lot of them are still very devout in in practicing um, that religion. I'm more spiritual um, than I've ever been in my life, more so than I was ever when I was going to church. Um, And that's because I found my own truth in my own belief in what God technically would be in my idea of what God is which is in all of us. And that's just my own personal belief in that. And I, so I meditate and I pray and I do all the things that I did in the past just in a different way. And I still have reverence and respect and I still talk to my ancestors and my guides. And, you know, I feel like I have a strong connection to that other side and I'm not, you know, and I still, I feel, I feel confident and strong in that. And that's my faith. And I feel that, you know, everybody will find their own journey with that, like you said. And uh, it's just, it's also ever evolving. Exactly. Exactly. And that, yeah, that's the thing, guys, you know, if we could sum that little thing up, you know, find what makes sense to you, go down your own spiritual path, whatever works best for you. That's what it's all about. That's how you'll become the greatest version of yourself. So for our next question, um, so I'm kind of going through an inner work process right now. And one of the sections that we're focusing on is, uh, communicating with your inner child and, you know, checking in with them and, you know, making sure everything good is there, you know, everything is going on well there. And, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't really ever think about that practice before, but, uh, upon doing it, I I feel like there's a lot of, uh, um, just in general, I just feel like I'm more, you know, apt to take on a lot of challenges. Whereas before, uh, I always found myself playing, you know, kind of the victim card. So um, that being said, what are some activities that you enjoyed in your youth that kind of made you feel alive or at peace? Man, I was like the adventurous kid that my mom always had to be watching me or I was getting into trouble doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Climbing on things. I thought I was Indiana Jones at a young age. He was like my idol, you know, and like so um, building things, taking things apart, like, like I really have a an engineering uh, type mind. And so I was always getting into trouble doing things like that. Um, <laughs> pranking. I pranked my siblings a lot. Like, uh, <laughs> the fun, most fun I got out of life was pranking them. Uh, so, I mean, I, I definitely had my share of uh, mischief, uh, but it was fun. I loved to draw and it turned into art. I really was able to channel my, my creative energies into art and at a young age and found a, um, a love for drawing and drawing portraits and sketching and nice. uh, did that for, for years up into high school. And then I stopped creating for many years after. Gotcha. That's awesome. Uh, how many siblings do you have? Well, 
I have six siblings. Okay. Um, nice. <laughs> LDS family. That's usually a lot. Yeah. And I'm the the middle age uh, child out of all. Gotcha. That's cool. Nice. So, this next question, it's not so much to uh, like make you look bad or anything like that, but it's more so just to show that you know we as, we're all humans and we all have. Um, areas where we either want to work on or maybe we're not as good at and that's okay so uh to show that you know what are some good things or what are some things that you're not very good at consistency on self-love yeah and that's hard for for, for many of us yeah I, me myself <laughs> yeah man and that's just there's so many distractions and that's that's the game that we're playing right now with uh the you know like the spiritual attack on consciousness and vibration and frequency and so it's it's a multifaceted game you have to really be concentrating on uh all of it in a well-rounded way or else it's easy to slip and it's easy to fall down into the lower vibrational state so yeah consistency man that's probably one of the biggest things i mean overall i'm a healthy human being right now and i'm getting healthier with age as i continue and with my growth but um, every, till this day, man, I'm not perfect. I'm right. the hypocrite that I was with my consistency, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I got to work on for sure. Yeah, I yeah I agree. I you know that's something. Yeah, you mentioned that a lot of us struggle with that, and uh, yeah, I, I definitely feel you there. Just like consistency in general, I feel like is something that we could all you know work on. But you know, just implementing those daily practices kind of re- reminding yourself you know the things that you do need to work on that's definitely like one thing that you could uh you know do to help yourself you know get down that where you want to be in life you know so i like that um so for this next one if there was one helpful thing that you could tell your past self what would that be if I could tell my past self to do anything, I would say to breathe, breathe, yeah. to find your, to find yourself in your breaths and to care about that. People underestimate the power of their breath and, uh, and its capability and, and aid in your life. So that's definitely one of the biggest tools and useful bits of info I'd give myself. Yeah, I really, I like that one too. Cause, uh, yeah, it wasn't until like about three weeks ago now that uh, I started practicing breath work myself. And, you know, I, you hear about it and you don't really think about it too much. Like you kind of take it for granted, kind of like what you were saying. People underestimate the power of it. But then once you really start implement, implementing it to, you know, your daily life or just when you feel stressed or you feel like that anxiety or pressure coming on your shoulders, uh it's, it really does do wonders. Like it's hard, it's hard to put it into words, but once you actually, you know, practice breath work, um, it really can like change how you look about things. You know? oh. Yeah. What, uh, if you don't mind me asking you, what have you, um, experienced so far with breath work? Have you have any, had any insights, any particular styles that have helped you? Um, so there's, uh, this group that, uh, that I'm a part of with uh, with my partner, they we do breath work together, but we usually um, do like a couple inhales in and then out, and it's just to music because we're all like beginners as far as breath work goes. 
So we just go as long as the song is, and then we'll take breaks. Um, for me personally, I haven't had like any like epiphanies or anything like that. But just like the feeling of, uh, for me, I always like I'm, I was always have uh, like especially growing up, I would always have uh, a lot of tension in my shoulders. You know, I was always just like kind of had like a shield or a barrier up. So whenever I do breath work. Um, it kind of just makes me feel like relaxed and zen again. And like my, I can finally like release all that tension in my shoulders or wherever it is in my body. Like I just feel um, at one with myself. And for me, like someone that uh, does have, you know, is always tense or at least, you know, I've gotten a lot better with it in my adult life. Um, that's, uh, it, it does me wonders. Yeah. Yeah. Breathing, man. We just, we're not taught how to properly breathe in school, you know, you, no. you go to school and they don't teach us these things. And it's like, it's changing my life. I, you know, I take cold showers unless I have to take one that's not cold. Right. Um, typically sometimes hot showers are like therapeutic mostly for me, uh, yeah. therapeutic. But breath is what allowed me to, to get into that and cold water therapy and cold water therapy's benefits to my life. So, you know, I definitely didn't didn't realize how, how much of an impact it has and how, you know, it really is. Breath is life. Water is life. And, and the techniques of breath out there, and there's so many, there's thousands. Yeah. So, you know, it, to be a master is, I don't know if that would be possible, but I've met many people that have um, really dedicated their lives to the to the learning and understanding of these different techniques and, and offering them to the world and have offered some of the, that training to me i'm blessed to say and man every every time i share this stuff with anybody the wim hof styles uh, particularly yeah. which are derived from tumo breathing i've done a post on my on my feed about tumo breathing um it's just life-changing man and if you get a chance try the wim hof breathing anybody on this that watches this please try it yeah um the wim hof i've actually uh, i think i follow him on instagram as well he's an amazing human being um yeah i'm only just cracking the surface of it myself um but if there was i know you said the what you like the wim hof is there any like particular technique in you know of that that you enjoy the most well i mean you can play around with it because everyone's a little different on on how the technique's going to work for you. You can try like two people can be side by side do the exact same thing and it might not be the same effect. True. So I say play around with it, and it's a simple breathwork technique, and I can show you just right now. Yeah. It's in in through the mouth, out through the mouth. So a full diaphragm breath. That's you know stomach first. Um, will obviously expand, and then your chest will expand after. So. <sighs> simple as that just in through the mouth out through the mouth you can go at that pace try to keep your breaths under two seconds goodness i got a little lightheaded just from doing that <laughs> it's it's that powerful and you go yeah. i mean i would say go anywhere if you're going to do this this technique um either be sitting down or laying down you don't want to be like around dangerous things or you could potentially pass out fall and hurt yourself i've right. seen it happen and i've been around people that have done that so just be comfortable. I recommend just laying down your first time. Breathe like I just was showing you for between 
I would, I would go 20 to 30 breaths. Your body's going to start to vibrate and tingle in your hands, your face, your stomach, kind of all over the place if you're doing it correctly. Right. And then when you're ready to stop, hold your breath. Well, when you hold your breath um, on that last inhale, you swallow your saliva, which activates the parasympathetic nervous, uh, parasympathetic nervous system. And that's going to allow um, the chi that you just brought into your body with all that breath, all that life you just sucked into your life, you know, into your body, into your life force. Yeah. You can push it down to your stomach and you, you'll be amazed how long you can hold your breath. Even novices just starting out will be, you'll hold your breath between a minute to three minutes your first time, probably most likely if you do it properly. Mm-hmm. I've done a five and a half minute breath hold. Oh, wow. So, you can work your way up. It's amazing. And I didn't even realize I went that long. I was in just this other dimension, the right. way it makes you feel. And you just ride that wave until you can't hold your breath anymore. And then you exhale. So it, that's just an easy way. If, if anyone wants to try that out, it's safe to do. Just make sure you're in a safe spot, that you're not standing up or in your car. Right. Never operate car doing this. Um, and you'll be amazed at what benefits it can bring you. Yeah. You know, I think I actually might have to try that after the show. That sounded pretty awesome. Yeah, I know for for the couple of times that I've done it, I've always been laying down. So, yeah, if you guys have never done it before, definitely, like, sit down or lay down. And like he said, don't be around anything dangerous or operating any sort of motor vehicles. But, yes, breath work, guys. It can change your life. Even just taking a couple deep breaths, like, when you're pissed off, like, you know, that'll do something for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bro, one one second. Five seconds in, five seconds out. That's five a simple in, five Nice and slow. Do that three or four times. If you're in public and you're in a public place, it's as simple as that even. You don't even have to do what we just, you know, the, the extended version of it. But you're right. on the road, public place in line, you can do that and it'll work. Absolutely. 100%. Um, I know this was uh, a little bit off topic, but you mentioned earlier that you take cold showers every day. Uh, I've kind of read a little bit about that. Um, what are what are some of the effect like positive benefits that you've experienced since doing that, and how long have you been doing it? Because I've kind of wanted to try it myself. I've ex- been experimenting with cold water therapy for almost three years now, about three wow. years. Okay. And uh, it's been in forms of cold showers to ice baths to getting in ice rivers. It just depends on how I'm feeling and what I have available at the time and the moment, but. Um, so many benefits, man. I mean, not only will it reduce your stress levels drastically, because you got to think about it. You're getting up in, in the morning. If you're not immediately doing breath work, chances are there might be some stress. There might be some angst or tightening in the chest. You know, not everybody's feeling their best the second they wake up. Sometimes right. it takes a minute, right? And so by getting into a cold shower, and if you do it, just, you know, you do your extremities first, legs, arms, slowly get used to it, then get in fully you're shocking your system into like i need to wake up and i need to wake up fast all right and so the the release that happens it's like uh it it basically wakes up dormant genes and that's because we've become soft as a human species we've been accustomed to showers every single day at the same time right uh Let's face it, when back in the olden days, it wasn't, we didn't have it so nice and we weren't so (laughs) (laughs) spoiled. So by doing cold showers, you're triggering dormant genes. 
you're reducing stress levels, you're regulating your blood pressure. If it was out of whack from your night's rest, if it wasn't very good, right. um, you're, you're really like, you're making yourself more rigid to handle extreme change happening fast. So you're not one of those people that panics or freezes. You can kind of handle the situation and be controlled. So like you know, cool. yeah. And, uh, who's the actor that did this, uh, big actor took an ice bath every single morning before starting uh, his day. I think I know who you're talking about. Um, is he, I don't know if this is the right one, but is he, is it the guy that does, uh, uh, like transporter and stuff like that, that I think he's Jason up. Statham. Yeah. I know he does stuff like that too. I don't, that's yeah. not exactly who I'm referring to, but people get okay. the point. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's less, um, I, anytime I do a cold shower, I'm excited for the winter because finally my cold water's coming back. I can't tell you how good I feel after doing that. You feel alive, man, after you get out of really cold water and, um, yeah, it tightens the skin. So you really get an epidermis upgrade. Um, and it's just the benefits that come with all of that. When you're triggering those dormant genes, your, your immune system gets boosted drastically. I would oh. say by three, three to 400%, it's boosting your immune system. Wow. So if you think you're going to get sick, you're not going to get sick. Dude, I don't get sick. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I rarely get sick. And I tell myself that all the time, too. It, it actually the, works. Yeah, you got to positive affirmation because yeah. people obviously do underestimate the power of their thought and self-talk. 100%. I couldn't agree more on that one. Yeah. So do you take a cold shower every day then? When I can, yeah. Like yeah. right now, it's not like freezing. It's like cool, right. you know, which right. is what I have. I don't have a, a river close enough that's cold water at the moment. But... um winter times on this ranch property i'm on well water and it's cold like bone chilling 40s really? so wow. that's that's when it's like it's hard to take the shower sometimes because it's makes your bones ache it's that cold so like i have to like it's a challenge i challenge myself my morning routine is like <laughs> brutal and rigid but yeah. after you know some situation can happen and i'm less reactive i'm more um reflective and responsive i can take a step back and just observe more of an observer mind mindset um that that one of, is one of the benefits it's, it really is like you're way less reactive to things in life um when you're doing cold water therapy i love that well guys you know i think that's something that we could all benefit for is being more reactive and reflective on the given situation so if you guys are wanting to check out cold showers cold water therapy, you know, go for it. I think I'm going to try it myself personally. Cause you know, especially in the morning, man, it's like you take those warm showers and then it's like, I don't know, you just kind of want to chill. You're just like, oh yeah, I just feel good now. But I like how you it, talked about the cold showers. Like now you're like ready to go and take on the day, you know, so that alone sounds like a, like it's worth it. <laughs> no, try it out. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So for this next question, um, what are some obstacles that you've encountered lately or in the past that you would be comfortable talking about today on the Peace Talk? Sure. I mean, so many of us encounter a wide variety of obstacles. You know, no. if we're trying to make a high vibration these days, we've, we've got a lot. And I myself have encountered many 
uh, it's been drugs in the past. It's been, uh, you know, depending on the person, male or female, sometimes uh, men use other forms of distraction, whether it's pornography or other, un- or, you know, I'm not trying, I'm not being judgmental in saying this, but other ad- unhealthy forms of dealing with stress and situations in life. And we as men aren't taught to um, be open and comfortable with being vulnerable yes. and being about vulnerability and 100%. i even was fearful for most of my life from expressing myself fully and authentically because of that up until recently with the, the men's work now that i've been involved in for the last few years and it's really opening me up to things i'm not perfect i still have a lot of work to do but i know that it works and i know that it's there for me um but yeah man so i mean i you know, I like, like any kind of like medicine too out there, mine has been finding a balance, um, finding a balance in respect with uh, medicine and not abusing medicines. Right. And it's so easy to do that, especially if you're in pain and you want to, you'd rather just, you know, I'd rather just take a hit of this and, and make it go away or drown it out rather than confronting it head right. on, right. sitting and 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 going through it and working through it and then letting it go and so using using substances for years um was my go-to and i didn't do anything like hard but uh personally but um but using cannabis um throughout the years for the last decade on and off and being involved in the industry being licensed um getting involved not necessarily like for the right intentions but not with the right people Right. Uh, led to my better understanding of, of um, how to better respect the medicine and how to treat it and uh, what I will tolerate, what I won't tolerate with the medicine and how I use it in my personal daily life. So, it, or don't use it. It's really been um, an interesting journey with, with me and finding the balance with that. Um, but that being said, we all have our vices, right, for, for dealing with things and um, recently it's been breath has been my, I've been trying to turn to the more positive choices that we can use, use, um, to deal and cope. Absolutely. And, you know, breathing is one of the many things. The cold water therapy is a huge thing and food. Yes. And diet, you know, that stuff is, is also very important. Of course. Yes. Diet and exercises. And there's a, there's a few things in there that I loved that you talked about that I want to touch on. Um, the first one being uh, as far as balance goes, you know, balance is something that I feel like we could all work on and have a better understanding of, you know, there's really nothing in life that does that, you know, is the exception of balance. Like everything needs balance too much of something of anything uh, has the potential to cause harm to yourself. So, you know, whether that's work or whether that's play or pleasure or, you know, whatever it is that you do in life, um, balance is very important, guys. So, you know, know, know when there's too much, know when there's too little and try and find that equilibrium, you know, that, that happy place. Um, and then uh, as far as, you know, substances and stuff goes, uh, you know, I kind of feel you with that uh, growing up. You know, I we mentioned before we got on here that I uh, went through th- some things in my childhood. So uh, I also, you know, I didn't 
do anything hard, but like the, you know, marijuana was always there, was readily available. And it was, it was easy to, you know, take that and kind of like, just say things are okay, instead of like dealing with the problem head on. But it wasn't until like I started to do this inner work and um, self-healing work that I was, you know, able to realize that, you know, you do have to, you know, face the the hard things, but it's only going to be for the betterment of yourself and to not use other things like marijuana, for example, or, you know, video games or pornography, whatever it is for the individual uh, to kind of distract yourself from that. And uh, it's actually brought me to a better place with marijuana, too, because now living in Washington, it's it's legal here. And, you know, I still uh, consume it now, but I use it as like a healing medicine. Like how you say, you know, I don't have a balance there. You know, I don't use nearly as much as I used to in my adolescent years. But now it's like in this place where it gives me like a sense of, uh, you know, creativity and and Zen if you use it in the right way. Um, and that, you know, that goes for a lot of things. Uh, and then last one I want to touch on is you talked about as men, you know, we're not taught to like open up and kind of feel like it's okay to talk about our feelings. And there was a book that I read a couple of years ago. It's called the mask of masculinity. And I can't remember all the different sort of masks that he talks about in the book, but to name a few, like he talks about like the material mask and the ego mask and like the sexuality mask and uh you know basically the gist of it is that it's okay to you know feel you know you're a human being at the end of the day like to bottle up all this stuff inside just because you're a man and you have to be tough and strong and take on the world uh, it's just silly you know like we're we're no different than anybody else and it's good to talk about those things it's good to get stuff off your chest because when you bottle it up inside and keep it in uh, a lot of times it just makes the situation you know a lot more uh, hard to overcome than what it originally would have been if you would just you know opened up and talked to it about it with somebody you know and if you don't have like that support group or family member that you feel like you can reach out to you know you can always reach out to to me or you know I can't speak on Brandon's behalf, but like sure. <laughs> you can reach out to Brandon, but like we have these communities here for you guys and, you know, uh, just whoever you are, get that stuff off your chest. And if you're a male, like, don't be afraid to talk about your feelings, man. Like it's, it's a good thing. It's a powerful thing. Like you'll feel so much more powerful as a man in your own skin. If you can talk about your feelings than just keeping it bottled up. I, I promise you that. Yeah. I, I love that you touched on that. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you also for sharing. Yeah. It's, um, I would be the one that would bottle things up and to the point where I would explode, you know, exactly. We aren't that version of ourselves. We don't want to be, and we weren't when we are utilizing, uh, the tools that we have to keep ourselves centered and keep our energies, you know, um, in balance and in check, then we're much happier people and manifestors of our realities. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that was another thing uh, that you touched on that is so important, guys. Like, uh, it really doesn't matter what walk of life that you're in right now. Like, practice the art of positive affirmations and manifesting things into your life because it's so, so, so real. 
Like I haven't, I just started doing this uh, a few months ago and I've already just seen so much change go on, man. And I was just like a lot of other people like saying like, oh, that stuff's not real. It's all made up. Like it's all fairy tales. Like you can't just have positive thoughts in your head and then have it expected to come into your life. But like, man, again, it's, there's a lot of these things where you can't really put it into words until you start practicing it yourself. But like, once you start doing it, like, I mean, life is just magical, you know? Like, there's so many things that we're not taught growing up that are arguably way more important than the things that we are taught growing up that uh, will change your life for the better. So, like, guys, look into positive affirmations and manifesting. Like, it, it, it'll do you good, I promise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Mantras mantras like yeah, find yourself a mantra whether it's like positive self-talk you know yes. like you probably, yeah like i today i'm walking the dogs and i'm like smiling thinking about thinking to myself like i love my life i love me i'm you know i'm thinking positive things to uplift my vibration mm -hmm. also affirmations like i am responsible i am grateful you know you want to attract um you know, the things in your life that you want to be grateful for. And so just many ways to do that, people. But, you know, it's ultimately just retraining that subconscious mind, that 60,000 thoughts on the back burner to be working more in your favor than against you. Exactly. It takes work, but you can do it. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's all, a lot of it is, uh, that's trapped in your subconscious. Like you're not consciously aware of these things that uh, control your everyday life. But uh, there, it's there, and that's how you can reprogram that subconscious mind to really bring into the things in your life that you want is by telling yourself those positive affirmations and those mantras, like how we were just talking about. So please, guys, if there's anything that you could take from this whole podcast, like start that. It'll change your life. <laughs> so for this next one, what are some tactics that you've used throughout your life? To get you back on track with things you know like whenever you feel like you're kind of getting lost or you know how'd you get yourself back on the track that you wanted to be i mean i mean it's we've discussed a little bit about some of those techniques obviously breath work and whatnot sometimes if i'm really wretched feeling and the breath isn't quite cutting it i'll utilize certain tools i'll have like um like I've got this medicine from the jungle. It's a tobacco snuff. It's a mix of organic, 100% jungle-grown tobacco, Palo Santo sage, different herbs from the tribe. It takes them a few weeks to make each batch of this hot face snuff. And anyway, you you blow it up each nostril. Your left first, which is your divine feminine, and then your your masculine, which is your right nostril. And when you do that, it immediately levels out any kind of imbalance in your divine feminine masculine energies so if you're feeling off balance it will correct that and it's really incredible medicine like the first time in my life i had ever quieted that mind chatter all the thoughts in my mind like i would try to sit meditation for years and i just couldn't get to that point where it was silent ever right. and i was never peace just sitting there it just drove me nuts and so i just gave up for years and my first combo ceremony um frog medicine um they administer hape first and when that was administered dude it made me cry i was so blown away at it 
quieted the mind entirely. I was sitting in pure silence and darkness and stillness, just in peace in my in my within myself. And that that bringing that to me for the first time in my life made me emotional, made me cry, and because I had never had that kind of peace ever right. in this life. And so that's a tool I use every now and then when it falls. I always have it on hand. I've had different, there's different varieties from different tribes with different types of energies. There's a man tribe, a female tribe. So there's more of a man energy and then there's more of a, a feminine energy one. So you can, you can find this medicine all over the world and different yogis will have it in your, in your tribe and community if you just ask. Right. But that's been one of the biggest tools has been hape for me. And that's, that's helped me too get off of substances like cannabis when I went sober for a big period of my life to just to want some extra clarity. It wasn't something that I needed physically and as a medicine at that time. And so hape was helped, helped me in my transition um, with my routine I built around the medicine. So uh, that's been something that's been really powerful. And have you ever heard of Hape before? No, I haven't. I was. How do you spell that? Is it so? H A P E with a hyphen, or it's or it's spelled R A P E with a hyphen, but it's it's said the same way. Hape. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I haven't heard of that, but I definitely want to look into it because that sounds very interesting. Yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't even explain what it really does either, other than the 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 energy that it can even out but it also decalcifies the pineal gland mm, okay. at the same time so it's a it's a potent tool for that so if somebody's looking for for decalcification reasons with it or to get off of tobacco entirely because it's the grandfather tobacco it's like one of the strongest ways to get off tobacco is with hafe i like that there's probably a lot of people that could you know benefit from that um so I know you touched on uh, it evening out the energies as far as the, the fine masculine and feminine. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that aren't necessarily familiar with that terminology. Do you want to take a moment to kind of explain that? Yeah, I mean, your right and left brain hemispheres work a little bit differently, and they're kind of attributed to like the yin yang, the polarity aspect in the energetic centers of the body. So like... You know, when they when you when you hear someone refer to divine divine feminine, it's the left side of the brain that controls certain emotions and things like the the passionate side, the fiery one, um, and so that's that side of the energy spectrum on that side of of the brain. And then your right side is the the masculine side, the protective side, the the dominant side, the aggressive side, um, those sides of things. And so if gotcha. one's overtaking the other, be it from an experience. Um, a trauma, whatever that case is, it has to be leveled out at some point or else you're just going to be kind of suffering in a sense. Uh, mm -hmm. or so, um, you know, it's easy to find out kind of where you sit, I feel, with your energies just by kind of like sitting in silence for a few minutes. You can kind of feel if your chest is in a nod or if any of your energy centers, where those energy centers are in relativity to your chakras right. and alignment, what needs to be either released and worked on. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get thrown off all the time, man, because as you level up as a human being, you can't expect life to become easier. The challenges and obstacles become more challenging and difficult too. Exactly. And that's because you have to continue to grow. And if you, if life plateaus, where is your growth going to go? Exactly. Yeah. 
I love that. I love that you touched on that as far as, uh, you know, leveling up. Um, cause I feel like a lot of people, they go down this path of wanting to, you know, heal themselves, whether that be spiritually or physically or mentally. And, uh, you know, they start to see some sort of positive results and then, you know, something will come along that will kind of knock them off that track or something challenging will come along. And it's like, people start to question like why they're even, you know, doing this healing to begin with. And it kind of deters them from that. And then they fall back into their comfort zone. But like how you said, like, that's how life is, you know, the only life is all about continuously, you know, growing and becoming the best version of yourself. And as you mentioned, like if there was no challenges or if life just plateaued, like, you know, there would, you, you couldn't grow anymore. And that's what life's all about. Um, so, you know, guys, as you, you know, become better and better versions of yourself, like don't get down on yourself, like don't uh, be negative about the healing process just because more um, challenges or obstacles are coming your way. It just means life uh, is throwing new stuff at you for you to handle and learn from and grow from. Yeah, you need it. We need exactly. it, man. I, yeah, I was that. like, the, my <laughs> friends used to call me like the angry one back in the day sometimes because I just didn't handle my stress well. I didn't have, you know, didn't use the tools, didn't know of them yet at the time. Yeah. And like, it's like as simple as like, uh, you know, we, what I do now and a quick technique I use is like in the past when I would get upset, I used to, why is this happening to me? Now I, I turn it in, into, I'm so grateful for this ha to, to be happening to me right now. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful. And if it, even if it's horrible, I thank it. And by exactly. sending gratitude to the to the hard, difficult situations, I tell you, it's the flip of the script. And that's one of my secrets. <laughs> Dude, uh, I, I have uh, I have something very similar to that that I do myself um, with this inner work that I've been doing lately. One of the epiphanies that I had was um, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. And it sounds so simple and cliche, but it's like when you really get that through your, you know, through your mind, uh, it, it, it really does change things for you because again, like it's all about growing and becoming a better version of yourself. Like nothing has happened to you to like, you know, smite you down, you know, like there might be some karma coming your way for something you did in the past, but like, it's all happening for a purpose to, to better yourself. Like it's, yeah. there, there's no one out there to get you, you know, I know a lot of us like to think that, but, that's not the case. <laughs> We're out there to get ourselves or not get ourselves. We have to take <laughs> yeah. creators in our own reality tunnels and like, and what we manifest into our lives. We're giant, intelligent, sentient magnets. Mm -hmm. What we put out with our mental thoughts, vibration. So yes. it's like, you know, being respectful of my own energy all the time in all aspects of my life is as challenging as that is, is the mission. And exactly. the, the better I get at that game, the better my life's been getting. So I'm not saying and or claiming that I'm perfect at this and that I'm like this massive millionaire, but I'm a, I'm a happy person and human being. I'm humble. My needs are being met. I don't fear surviving. I, I trust and I'm confident and I'm, I'm happy because of, of my mindset and it's not, there's moments that I have where it's not always like that, but I'm, I'm sure to pull myself out of the funk quickly and I don't allow myself to stay in it for too long. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you know, this is kind of making 
full circle, you guys, as, as far as uh, how he was saying, like, we're, we all are manifestors of our own lives. And, you know, we were talking about earlier to practice, you know, mass, uh, manifestation and positive affirmations and having a positive mantra. Well, whether you are doing that or you aren't, like, you're still a manifester today. You're a manifester since you've been born and since the day you go and whatever life you go on to. So whatever you like it or not, like you're doing it. And, you know, whether it's positive or negative, it's up to you. So if you're telling yourself every day, like, you know, I'm dumb or why did I do that? Or like, I always mess this up or this is going to be terrible. Like you're manifesting right there. It just happens to be a negative form of it. So that's why we're saying like, start practicing the positive stuff and, and practice the art of gratitude. Like you mentioned as well. That's also something that I've taken up. Uh, probably in the past year now. And that has made a huge difference in my life too. Like there's so much to be grateful for, but it's so easy to like, you know, point the finger and blame it on other things. But like when you take responsibility for your own actions and you appreciate the things that, you know, happen to you, like it really, it, it just, it, it's change. It's life changing. It really is. There's no other way, you know, to put it. Man, well said. Yeah. Like when I do my morning routine, one of the last things I do before like my, my last mantra to close up is I do my 10-minute gratitude prayer. It's roughly 10 minutes, usually mm-hmm. between five oh. And I do that long because that's about how long it takes to get through it. And what I mean by that is I literally go through and I say I'm grateful for like my mother and I'm grateful for – and I'll, I'll, I'll be specific a lot of times too. Sometimes I won't be, but – I'll go through and I'll just repeat what I'm grateful for, grateful to wake up today, grateful for each breath that I take and the power of creation that comes from each breath. Like reiterate everything that you have that others in this world don't because that right there is going to increase your vibration and allow for the for more to come in. And uh, every time I do the, the gratitude prayer, man, I feel my vibe notching up the longer I do it. So I just challenge anybody that's watching this, if you can commit yourself to 10 days of 10 minutes of gratitude prayer in your morning ritual, just to start your day to see how you feel and the shifts that come from that alone, I would be shocked to get one person that doesn't have positivity come from that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, even if, uh, so I do something similar to that as well. Um, I, I just started, uh, I wrote my own like little mantra, but it's only, it's only 10 things, you know? So even if some of you feel intimidated by 10 minutes, like you can't come up with 10 minutes worth of stuff. Like, even if it's just 10 things, like at the end of the day or at the beginning of your day, like start your day with that positive mantra saying just even if it's just three things, you know, that you're grateful for and then gradually increase your list. Um, it, it really does like raise your vibrations and then therefore like, everything else that you want to attract into your life is more likely to come into your life. You know, obviously you have to still put in hard work and, you know, do things like you can't just think it in your head, but like when you're assisting yourself, when you're raising your vibrations, um, you know, life's life, you'll realize that life is really out here to work with you and not against you. Well said. Yes. I concur. Couldn't agree more. It's, it's not always easy finding the truth in that. You know, a lot of us have to go through the crap to get there, but <laughs> yeah, but man, we can share that with each other and we can help each other grow. And so we can pass it on to our children because it's our children that we really have to pass down that truth to. It's Absolutely. because the system, which you can agree, I'm sure is just not, I feel fit uh, to be, 
you know, and not teaching things that are of that value. And we need that if we want, you know, a, a, a mother Gaia that is not, you know, that's just worth sticking around on and being proud of and, and whatnot. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree a hundred percent. And, you know, I, it's funny you mentioned that, you know, passing it on to your kids. I mean, obviously we should, you know, absolutely do that, but there's so many times where, you know, I'll look at my kid and I'll be like, man, you're so lucky that all the shit that I've been through, cause I'm going to teach you so many things that you can use to, <laughs> to deal with this. So you don't spiral out of control, like how I did. So, uh, it really is a beautiful thing, you know, and this is why we create these type of communities too. You know, you don't have to, uh, you know, be our kid for us to pass on these, these things to you guys, you know, we're all in this together, you know, as a collective, as we raise each other's vibrations, it only makes our, everyone else's lives easier. You know, we're not here to fight each other or be against each other or cause these separations for whatever, uh, you know, human ideals, certain people like to push, but, uh, you know, we're all, you know, this is, it's all about healing yourself and coming together as, as one. And, you know, I feel like we're getting there, you know, as time's gone on, you know, well, uh, there's always going to be something, some obstacles we have to overcome, but, you know, this is one step closer to, to where we need to be. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. We, you know, it's beautiful to see so many coming into their own, seeing that truth, you know? Absolutely, man. It really is a beautiful thing. Like it kind of like makes you just have like that warm feeling inside when you see another person like start their spiritual journey or up level themselves to another you know, aspect of their life. It, it's just, it's awesome, man. It really is. I think of that funny meme that's been going around with Leo DiCaprio, like the spiritual meme. Yeah. <laughs> His eye, spiritual awakening. <laughs> and it's, you know, yeah. And you see somebody, whether it's a friend or a relative or just some random person that you see them on their spiritual journey and their awakening. And maybe it's uh, where you were a few years ago or a period of time ago. And it just makes you smile and brings happiness to you because you know it's 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 happening you know and it's like for a long time before i was involved or i just would say involving myself in these types of platforms and actually participating i was i was hiding you know and, and fearful so now it's it's just it's totally different we can switch things in a way and be there for each other to to really never have to feel alone and and it should never be that way in the first place but we are here for each other and so i'm grateful for you and for this opportunity and looking forward to what the future holds with it all absolutely thank you uh and i I couldn't agree with you more on that brother as far as uh yeah before i started my spiritual journey too like i was always someone that was just kind of like a wallflower didn't really you know say too much anybody i just kind of you know did what i was supposed to do and then you know move on from there but like yeah as you start to open yourself up and go down that uh that healing process that healing journey like man life is i i yeah i just wish i could tell my younger self like how much you know all the shit that you're going through right now like you'll be grateful for it someday because it you know looking back on it now it's like man i was so hard on myself and i shouldn't have been but it's okay because you know now i can i'm in a better place now and i can you know help other people you know feel that way about themselves too you know yeah, you're not living in regret because you wouldn't be who you are if you did. You exactly. would be, you'd be stick stuck living in the past, and that's not being present in the now and the future. And, 
And uh, so it's beautiful, you know, that you're able to stay present. You've reflected on on things like, you know, like it's we're always going to be evolving as a human being. But it's, it's the beauty and seeing that beauty and that journey and, and whatnot that makes it all so wonderful, man. So it's awesome that you're a dad, too. You're, you know, you're going through it. It's uh, that's been one of the biggest turning points and catalysts in my awakening, I guess I would say, was becoming a father. So. Yeah, I agree. It just changes your perspective on everything, and it kind of it helps you like redefine what, uh, it, you know, if you've had a relationship in your past that was, you know, kind of, uh, traumatic or you know was a bad experience, it helps you redefine what uh, a good healthy relationship would look like. You know, having children, and I'm not saying like you know go out and just get somebody pregnant so you can do that, but, uh, yeah, it, it really is a beautiful thing. It really is. Um, so. For our last question, because we're coming up on an hour now, is if there was advice that you'd like to give someone out there right now struggling with something, something that, you know, maybe seems impossible to them or like they can't overcome, uh, you know, what would that be? And, you know, you can take your time with this one if you want to. Um, I would just say that's that's a tough one man because sometimes i'm at that same exact point in my life at times yeah and you when i when i find myself at that point i say to myself go back to the basics what do you know works you know and if you don't know what works like say you haven't reached that point yet mm-hmm. and say you do have a social media platform and you're following people that inspire you follow that follow that inspiration that makes you happy and you know, it, so it's like, how do I explain this? Like there was times in the past where I, I was like following accounts that resonated with me and for my own fear of failure, whatever I had going on there that prevented me from just pulling the trigger and committing to something that I knew would make me happy, I didn't. And so my advice would be drop the fear. Yeah. Put yourself out of your comfort zone and try something new that you know will help you. And a lot of people know what will help them. They just don't want to commit to it. Yes. Yes. So that's it, man. Just be strong. Be brave. Be brave. Exactly. And that, that's the only way you guys are going to up-level and become the best version of yourself is by getting out of that comfort zone. And it doesn't have to be like anything crazy. Like You don't have to like get on a motorcycle and like go jump over three cars like you know even if it's just like you know at work or at the coffee shop just going up to someone and saying hi and introducing yourself you know like it doesn't have to be something crazy it's just something that you're not that pushes you to be a better version of yourself and like you said a lot of us know what it takes to be a better version of ourselves but we're too scared to take that step like man just just bet on yourself take that leap of faith you know and once you do like so many things that you struggle with now, you'll look back on and be like, you know, why did I stress about that so much? Like, it wasn't even that big of a deal. And then in turn, it's going to open up so many other doors in your life of being like, you know what? I can take this on. This is something that I never saw myself even doing or th- didn't think I had any, you know, I didn't have any reason to be here in this place where I am. But now that I am here, like, I can do this. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. So, yes, like Brandon said, like, be brave, guys. Be strong. Step outside your comfort zone. 
It's a beautiful yep. thing. That's where the magic and the healing happens. You got to push yep. yourself. It's not Dude, I get every time I get do before I do something new. Still, so yeah, exactly. You know, and even if you fail, guys, like that's not a bad thing. It's not a. It's not telling you to like stop doing whatever it is that you that you failed at. Like it's just part of the learning process. Like part of winning is trying new things and failing, and then just, you know realizing what you did wrong. You know, realizing is this still for me? If it is, then like continue to go forward. If it's not, like that's new knowledge and new perspective that you have to put your energy towards something that is for you. So it's it's always a learning experience at the end of the day. There's always a silver lining and everything. And if there's one thing that I could challenge you guys to do is in any situation, you know, find the silver lining in it. You know, whether it's all these bad things that happen to you, like there's something good that's in this too. Like it happened to you for a reason. Like don't take the easy way out and saying like it's someone else's fault. Like take responsibility for your actions. And like Brandon said, be brave, be strong. <laughs> it's so hard sometimes. It we is. Fear we fear connection. Yeah. It's like, gosh, we shouldn't fear to talk to each other. And that's no, like we shouldn't. Thing. So, yeah. you know. And this is, yeah, this, I mean, even, you know, obviously starting this podcast was always something that I wanted to do. But, you know, like this was stepping out of my comfort zone for me, guys, you know, talking to people on the Internet. Like, yeah, it it can be perceived as scary, but like there's a lot of good people out there and there's a lot of learning and healing out there too. So, yep. you know, um, so yeah, that, uh, that pretty much wraps up my questions and it looks like we're over an hour now. Um, is there anything that you'd like to close out with these beautiful people? Not really. Just thank you for watching, and I hope that you gain something from Brady and I going over, you know, and sharing a bit of our lives and a bit of ourselves with everybody. And look forward to what the future holds for all of you. Absolutely. Yes, I couldn't uh, set it better myself. And it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on here, Brandon, and and speak with you, and you know, share this uh, experience together. And uh, you know, as the show progresses, you know, we'd love to have you back on. Love to be here. Thank you, brother. Well, have a good rest of your day, and I guess we'll catch you next time. Yes, sir. All right, guys. As usual, stay positive, stay beautiful, stay strong. We'll see you next time. Peace. Later. Thank you so much for your continued support. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, please consider checking us out on YouTube and Instagram for highlights of today's episode and future and past episodes. Again, Thank you so, so much. We appreciate you. And as usual, stay beautiful, stay safe, and stay sparky. Until next time, peace.